BBP, yeah. I kind of picked it for the acronym more than anything else, and the fact that I can't decide on a decent this title. Like a sewage company. How would that be an acronym? Like, under know, like underground. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it does stand for Untitled Breaking Bad Podcast. Okay. Um, I was thinking about for a title I am playing around with is uh, Podding Bad yeah. or Breaking Pod. I yeah, like Breaking Pod. I feel like they're, yeah, Breaking Pod. So that was my first one. But Podding Bad is kind of funny because you would expect it to be Breaking Pod. Mm. And um, I haven't listened back yet, but I imagine this is going to be kind of bad. The first one at least will not be gold. It's going to be episode 14 and 15 before we, we hit that. I, I don't know. Well, fun fact. Um, yeah. I was reading up trivia. It's trivia that everybody knows. But uh, I didn't like the pilot episode. It's called Pilot, but also because of the pilot light on a uh, little chemistry burner thing. No way. Yeah, so it's not just pilot. Well, it's not just called pilot because it's a pilot yeah. episode. It, there's a reason. Pilot light. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, um, that's what I would refer to as a classic breaking badism. Like a nice bit of double meaning on something. Yeah. It's never I one mean, thing or another. it's something that's been probably known for the last 10 years. But I didn't know that. Yeah. And I, Actually, I didn't know a lot of things in... Oh, the, yeah? Yeah, well, I haven't... I, I, like, like I said, I only watched the entire... I haven't re-watched it since yeah. it coming out. Same. I am... Um, I'm going to put my phone on silent because I'm mm. professional. That's a good idea. Um, sorry, folks, we're not professionals, we're fucking amateurs. If you haven't guessed already, um, this is my... Uh, well, Tommy, you haven't introduced me. I was getting to it. Yeah. I was getting to it. Because, um, yeah, I tried to get Vince Gilligan for this, but he's busy filming Better Call Saul. Yeah. Uh, but I was able to get Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Not that Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Make all the jokes you I don't. I didn't even want to make that joke when I thought about it. I was like, I could make the Eddie Murphy joke. And then it just naturally happened. Uh, sorry, Ed. Yeah. No, now, now I'm back driving trucks and uh, chatting to other truck drivers. Uh, mm-hmm. getting, getting a lot of that again. Okay, sound. Yeah, yeah I say that's A lot nice. of that, like, uh, not even vaguely racist, but outwardly racist uh, oh, nice. uh, comments and jokes. And like, ah, nice. It's, it's, not, it's not that funny. No, it's not. That's yeah, not, funny, it's at not all. funny at all. But these people are the salt of the earth that you work with. Um, yeah. Shit, was that class or stuff, me? Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get very cancelled by the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not on Twitter, so I can't really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After Trump, you're gonna get cancelled by Trump, Trump, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give two shits. Yeah, yeah, this about is not what Tommy Dowling thinks of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I am, I guess, your host, Tommy Dowling. Ed is my guest here. Uh, actor, coffee maker, trucker, mm-hmm. uh, handsome fucking man, as I look at him here, and one of my best friends. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Uh, what you drinking, Ed? What's your beverage? Uh, I'm drinking some uh, some coffee that I brought over as a as a little gift. Nice. You yeah, you can have the bag. I've just brought it. For no, a I don't. Yeah. That's fair. That would be a lot to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, who is it? Uh, you brewed uh, fantastically well. It's a calendar coffee, based in Barna, Galway. Lovely. Yeah. That means a lot that you would say that um, I brewed it well. You did. Yeah, you got all the all the ratios down, all the nice. the lingo. Yeah. So I think like you've made, I think the best coffee coffee I've ever tasted in my life. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I haven't actually been drinking filter coffee uh, since being back in Kingani for the summer because it's okay. just been. I've literally been surviving on Kinko. Oh. Um, no, I like because I have no time. I'm like up at six in the morning. I'm but filling you, a flask full of. I'm just like sugary Kinko coffee. But Eddie, you own work. a top of the line grinder yeah. and coffee machine. Yeah, that I have to plug in and heat up for an hour. I'll do that at the weekend. I was thinking about this morning. Um, that this morning, does Eddie? 
set up his espresso machine. No, no, no. no. Like romantically, I was thinking, ah, oh, when I'm working during the week, I like uh, set. I'll, 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 I'll turn it on. I'll have a nice espresso, and I won't do all this shit. Yeah. Oh, Fuck that. Yeah. True. Um, we allowed to swear? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. That's, sure. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not courting sponsors yet. Um, but Amazon, Jeff, if you're listening, you know, pay me. Um, but look, we're enough cough talk. This is not Untitled Beverage Banter Podcast. This is Untitled Breaking Bad Podcast. And Eddie, um, yeah, what do you think of my title, Potting Bad? I like it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 So it's good. It works, right? Yeah. I mean, there's only so many, you know, Breaking Bad puns you can come up with with mm. podcasts, uh, and they're all going to be fairly obvious. So yeah. it's either that or you just make up a distinctive name. Well, I have some good distinctive name ideas. I just didn't want to okay. burn them on the first run out. I thought I'd... Burn one. Yeah, but Potting Bad, I am quite fond of, but... Okay. But I am... that, in my camp, that would be the obvious... You know yeah. that are good. That's yeah. that's good. It's like it's clear. That's what it is. Yeah. But like, what other alternative that have? Oh, that, you know, as in like a reference to a character in the series or oh, got a name of, of an episode or yeah. something. Or, yeah. You know, like a apocalypse shit or something. That or, you know whatever. Well, yeah, apocalypse shit. Apocalypse. Just name a song. Yeah. Apocalypse shit. Shit. Apocalypse shit. No, it's too. This is weird. UVVP, nice, clear. When I get the logo done up, it's gonna look good. Brand recognition. You know, like Nin. That's the idea. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, tell me, Eddie. Um, when did you decide to break bad? I broke. <laughs> that's uh, that's my way of asking. Uh, what's the relation to the series? It's your first time rewatching. You rewatch it like. I can't an remember thing. if. No, no, no. Uh, I haven't. I haven't rewatched it since. I think. I think maybe it was what, a year or two years behind when it first came out. Okay. So it came out in what? Oh eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. 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 January so, 20, 2008 was the first January 20, 20, yeah. 2008. Um, and I think it might have been around 2010, like a year or two after, you know, it was that kind of like, oh, there's a lot of, yeah. you know, well, we would have been, I would have been like 18, 19 around that time. It would have been just, just when I was finished, no, it would have been, been more, it would have been finished college in Carlo and then gone to Dublin to college. Uh, anyway, a couple of years yeah. after it came out, so I had, a, you know, that kind of bank of episodes. Nice, which is cool and like a lot of talk and I think I feel like it's the first TV show of our maybe generate like that eighteen to twenty something year old generation mm. of like this is a good TV show. Yeah, it's you know, like Sopranos, Sopranos, The Wire was yeah. before it t- like that was you know, I remember what, sixteen, seventeen when it was yeah. ending. Yeah, they were old shows when we like, watched well, them. Yeah, yeah. It was a show that we on Sky yeah. like every now and again, you're like, This is good I didn't have the concept of watching good hour long T V shows. Uh, consecutively. Yeah, I get you, and like I think because yeah. The Walking Dead came out around the same time, so Dick. like, yeah, yeah, they're both on TV around the same time, um, and I think that was another like, like okay, The Walking Dead is, I'm gonna say it now, categorically not good, but it was that kind of like was good one then. hour drama. It films. was very good. Uh, I wouldn't rewatch it though, and I don't, I don't even think it was good then. I think we just didn't watch like, it because it was zombies. I think because it was, it was coming on the tail end of. Of all the movie zombies, and I was like, "Oh, mm. zombies on TV, a series." I'm like, "Yeah, because that's yeah." There's no zombie podcast. No, not yet. Um, um, but Breaking yeah. Bad. So you, yeah, you watched the pilot. This is the first episode doing pilot. Yeah. Um, me, I only rewatched it recently, um, having thought about it for a while, and like I loved the show when it came out, and like as it was coming out. Um, but you know how like you reflect back on things as you grow and mature, and like that initial like 
gloss of like it's so new and cool it tends to fade and you're like was it what's up and I was watching Malcolm in the Middle Brian Cranston fucking mmm yeah and that put me onto the Breaking Bad track and you know what it holds up it's still good it's a bit stupid it's got its problems but I think wait which Malcolm in the Middle or Breaking Bad uh, Breaking Bad Malcolm in the Middle is flawless and will remain so forever but Breaking Bad is a little flawed but still brilliant controversial um, well yeah that, I, I guess yeah my first reaction I rem- I distinctly remember about watching that first episode was uh, because Breaking or Malcolm in the Middle would have been something you know part of my after school routine from 12 to whatever 18 or like maybe whatever you know, watching Malcolm in the Middle on Sky One yeah. after school. Uh, yeah, Simpsons, Malcolm in the Middle, uh, Stargate, SU One, all those Sky yeah. shows that be on one after the other, um, and you watch it all the time. So it's very familiar with Malcolm in the Middle, very familiar with Hal, hmm. and then the idea of Brian Cranston being in Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I just assumed, I think, because I hadn't watched. I hadn't even watched Sopranos at War at that point. Yeah. I hadn't watched good quality t- hour long TV. Yeah. At that age, it wasn't it, it wasn't in my wheelhouse of. Yeah, totally. Like, like Saturday Night felt like yeah, a cartoon. Yeah. My yeah. my whole thing of like culture was like I like good films, and you know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like classic films like that. It's like okay. I'm a cinephile, but like really, you know, you have a clue. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything that was actually kind of new, you weren't really that aware. Of. So I mean, good as the first yeah. episode, and like when it start, you know, the first the opening frame pants flying mm-hmm. in the wind and like him and his tidy whities which is a very hal look yeah totally it, which i think they're i don't know if they're aware of like how are we going to pivot brian cranson mm. from being this comedic actor to purely dramatic you know yeah absolutely and when i when i when i when i was watching him i remember the whole way through the episode waiting for him I was like oh there it's hal he's being funny mm. But he wasn't playing it funny, but I still found him funny. So you're programmed for the comedy. I was programmed yeah. for him being funny. And then it was a good, like, three quarters of the way through when I was like, oh, no, he's take, he's playing this completely for real. Mm. And that's shifted my whole... Okay. I to really get on board with that. that he isn't playing yeah. this for last at all. Yeah, I guess. But it is still a very comedic character. But it certainly is, could be. Yeah. Um, and what's funny is, so um, the executives at AMC had the exact same thoughts you did. Completely. Um, bit of background on most people. If you're listening to a Breaking Bad podcast by two lads, Nico Kenny, you probably know all this. But if you don't, um, the Vince Gilligan came up with the idea for the show when he was between jobs. Mm. Just like fuck it, I'll uh, if I could cook meth in an RV, I'd be fine. And he didn't know about weeds at the time when he pitched it, and yeah. said if he had known about weeds, he wouldn't have because it's the same show. Yeah certain person does crime for reasons um, but he knew he wanted Cranston for it because they, when he wrote for the X-Files he wrote an episode called Drive yeah. Brian Cranston played an anti-Semite who and takes over hostage driving yes. past <laughs> or else his head would explode yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Mulder is driving him for the yeah, episode I haven't seen the episode uh, but, but I read that it'll be through it but, uh, yeah, it's good. but yeah Vince didn't know because he'd only seen him play that part, which was extremely dramatic and good. Yeah. And then I think he, he was took by surprise when he watched Malcolm in the Middle. He's like, ah! Yeah. I didn't um, know you were so comedic. He wanted, yeah, the idea, like, with Drive and Breaking Bad, uh, thing he kind of likes, is, like, sympathetic monsters. Yeah. And so this is what Cranston could pull it off, because he did. And saying that, when I was watching Malcolm in the Middle, like, Cranston is just... He, wrote, he owns that show. He's so good. And, like, you know yourself, like, comedy is... N- just because comedic actors aren't 
bad. They get pigeonholed like, oh, you can only be funny. But it takes a lot of fucking commitment and chops to be real funny and real good and funny stuff. I'm sure if you went back and looked at, and this could be, if you went back and looked at Malcolm in the Middle and looked at the character of Hal and mm. how Brian Cranston is playing it, he's definitely playing the truth of the character oh, yeah. all the time, but just in an incredibly heightened format. You yeah, know, he's, not, he's not going for cheap laughs. Like, it looks like cheap laughs, but... No, it's... This... I, I'm saying this without having going back to look at it. Oh, no, that's but right. I, I'm pretty sure he attacked it like, I'm an incredibly hairy, you know, dad uh, that, like, is dealing with a lot of stress in my life. Yeah. Um, um, he's like a wild man. Yeah. In like, because any episode where Lois leaves, he Hal goes off the fucking rails. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Great. Um, absolutely. And he's like obviously very much in love with his wife, loves his children. There's loads of, like great episodes where he like has nice emotional moments with them and stuff. But you know what, Malcolm in the Middle podcast that's on the Patreon. If you subscribe to yeah. Unknown Podcast Network not, on Patreon. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, sorry, it's going to be hard to gush over, not gush over Brian Cranston in this, because I feel like he makes But I think show. it fleshes out, I mean, that's, that's, that is the, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's what, what, that's, that mm. is the show. Um, um, did you hear who's the, some, who, what the, who the AMZ executives wanted for Walter White? Yes. Oh. So, because I was just reading up yeah, on this, fair. and like, you know, it, what was it, Matthew Broderick and John Cusack, who were yeah. around in their 40s at the time, they wanted yeah. the character to be 40. Yeah, okay. Um, and then... I think it was some executive, another executive at AMC or some other writer or whatever that said, I don't see, and it's funny looking at, this isn't going to feed into something else, but yeah. at the age we are now, which is, well, I'm 32, you're about 33, yeah. which um, I can I can see the point of that executive more now, when he's like, I don't think at the age of 40, you would be at this mm. breaking bad point of your life, this midlife crisis, it's yeah. just too young. He, he has to be 50 yeah, or more. He has to be that kind of, I've, I've gone through this pathetic, and this is another thing. So I did take down a couple of notes while we... Oh, great. I just get on to talking about the episode, yeah. um, which is fair uh, at this point. I would like to say it starts the night before Walls 50, but it starts at the end, like five minutes to the end of the episode. Good cold yeah. open. I like, again, a fucking classic. Um, so just actually for, for us and for Eddie and everyone, so we're going to like, Still figuring out the format, but I have a couple of things, like breaking badisms, to like pay attention to, and that's like the cold opens. And I'm really curious about, like we all know, well you know exactly what I mean by that when I say it. Um, and well, like how, well, explain, explain a cold open for people who don't know. Oh, so yeah, a cold open is when you just open in media res. Uh, <laughs> cold open is when you open on a scene with no context. Um, now oftentimes, say like the X-Files, where Gilligan worked for a long time, use them a lot. But their cold opens would be before the episode began. You would see, like, the alien coming out of the spaceship, and then the episode would be about that alien, I don't know, lost in Manhattan or whatever the fuck. Whereas with this cold open, and what Breaking Bad does with its cold opens, is it shows you what, like, way into the episode or way into the series. And, let's, and like, half the fun then is, like, guessing how are we going to get there. So you get, like, Brian Cranston's pants flying through the air, and he's, like, holding a gun to some sirens that a crashed RV and dead people inside. I remember watching that thing like, is this the end of the series we're seeing at the start? Yeah, how can it possibly get there in one episode? Yeah, oh, the pilot is so tough. Even re-watching it, I was like, how do we get there? Okay, There's yeah. so much to set up. Yeah, it does, a, the pilot, like, the, the writing in seasons one and two is so tight. Yeah. Like, they had seven and eight episodes. Seven, it was supposed to be nine, but the writer's strike got in the way. Um, but I think, and like, when we get to season three, 
that's when they stopped writing with a plan and you'll see how it starts to meander and get flabby and get bit up its own hole I would say um, whereas seasons one and two they're so tight so, like their plot had start to finish before they started writing them and it really shows like the Breaking Bad pilot with an extra 30 to 45 minutes and a bit of re-edit could be a brilliant movie like it tells the story so well and covers so much um, and I think as well that's like yeah it kind of because they did that so well and like you know what a pilot you may only get yeah, the that's pilot the, that's the point of a pilot really yeah it's, you may only get it yeah um, well, I think they say the pilot is to sell it, and then the second episode is the first episode of the series. Yeah. It's when like you get more stuff. But so with the story of Breaking Bad being um, Walter White's descent into monsterhood, um, because that kind of has to happen in the first episode, he's a monster from the start. Walter White was always a dick, and that's that's one thing I noticed. Yeah. Well, because knowing where he goes and you know his signature gravelly voice and his mm-hmm. de- determined nature. Yeah. Um, you you notice it. It's like Brian Cranston. Like I know exactly who this person mm-hmm. is and where he's going and what he is. You know, there's no discovering. Probably the yeah. bits, but he's very much a in his own world. A, a, he doesn't come across mm-hmm. at, at start, as a decisive, you know, strong-willed person. Yeah. He really is. And once he makes a decision, he's very like you know. Yeah, single-minded about it. He's, he's yeah. a chemistry expert. He's he's very single-minded and knows exactly how things will play out. Mm. So you see, once he ma- once he makes decisions, he's gonna follow through with these decisions. Yeah. I think, like you say, like Brian Cranston um, found the truth of yeah. Walter White. Like, but there's the so star. many examples in that, even just. Mm. But I mean, we'll get to yeah. Through well, we'll so yeah, we'll keep an eye out for Breaking Badisms. Um, also, we're going to cover the science pitch, uh, which is like, just because Breaking Bad is a show about science. So like, a lot of the episodes are, Walt gets in a situation and then science is his way out of it. So keep an eye, and like, cause, and there are, like, so it's, it looks pretty accurate to watch, but we'll see like how accurate is any of it, is it true, like, are they just doing it for TV effect or whatever. There's a, and there's a very fun fact I learned in that pilot episode that yeah. I don't know the importance or why this was, uh, Thing, but Skylar is the only either the only person or the first person in the entire series to tell a lie. The first. Yeah. Oh. Throughout the first episode. Yeah. Nobody. Every everybody it. is every well. Yeah, not that people are lying, but like there's no lies told until you get to Skylar on the phone about the bill not getting the bill. Oh, she got the bill the in her hand. Blah blah blah. blah. Well, and said, then she didn't say didn't get the bill. She said. Didn't what if she yeah. lied anyway and, and that there's a thing where okay. she was the first and also it's revealed that she's a creative writer she writes short yeah stuff, that doesn't so really go that. anywhere the... it doesn't but like it's one small thing that I guess she used for her character as in she can you know it does come up the creative writing yeah and, and there is that concept of like of, of manipulation and control mm-hmm. and maybe it's not Oh yeah, it's, it's not on purposes for the greater good, and you, you don't want to blame the woman, mm-hmm. but that's what she's made out to be. As in, you have to eat this now to stay healthy. You have to do this. Yeah. Why aren't you doing this? Well, you know, and that's and, and think, that's just how it's written in that very you know like everything else very obviously and very. Yeah, and I think there's not there's nothing wrong thought. with trying to like monitor your fifty year old husband's cholesterol. Not monitor exactly, but like. Hey, eat the veggie bacon. There, it kind of it doesn't come back in until Lydia shows up. But they are weirdly like, look at this pussy with their non-dairy, non-meat. Because Lydia, remember her? 
she's a bad guy in the last couple of seasons. Oh, but yeah. like from the start, she has to be dislikable, so she uses soy milk. Yeah. So like to the creators of the show, someone who uses soy milk or veggie bacon is some sort of some sort of pussy. As Walter Junior says, the little prick. He's like, this stuff is ass or whatever. That's probably did. Yeah, maybe veggie bacon you know does I mean? taste like ass, <laughs> like, to be honest. Though, it's, but it's it's like you know, nerds wear glasses. It's just that's just tropes of the time that's yeah. used. Walter White not like calling out vegans or calling out this. It's just okay, yeah, tropes using, of the time. It's tropes of the time. Yeah, like the the misogyny. Yeah, and it's 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 used, it's a it's a yeah, the misogyny yeah. and homophobia. You know, this is what the character would say. Like Aaron Paul is a drug dealer. Yeah, you know, he he will call, you know. The people, way they did, like we'll get to the, it when we get F to word, it, you know yeah. all that kind of stuff. They will, they will do. Well, I don't think they drop the F word like that. Does, but we'll we'll yeah, get yeah. to it when we well, get like, to yeah, it. Well, yeah, like he doesn't. Well, it's I mean, it's yeah. Uh, we're getting so lost. I don't know. Well, we are talking about the breakfast, which is why I would say the episode opens. Like again, the cold open is fine. Um, oh no, sorry, I say fine. It's brilliant. It's really good TV. Gets you hooked instantly. Where is the story going? Especially if you just know the basic premise. But then, you know, it goes back three weeks. When you start the story where it starts, when Walt gets his cancer. That's just a note I would have given Vince if he'd made it today. But you have to listen to them instead. Um, but yeah, and it, like we said, Walt Jr.'s little prick about the breakfast. I thought he was like, he just not even just about the breakfast. Just like, fair enough, he's a teenager. But he's like, buy a new water heater so I can have hot water, mom and dad. It's like, this stuff costs money and you're poor. I like... Like, I see the reasoning behind that. Well, he's a shitty teenager, you know? Yeah, the reasoning behind that is, like, we're going to cast a, a person with a disability, mm-hmm. but he's still a teenager. Yeah, very so normal just of, person. Like, usually if you cast someone with a disability, you want to make him, like, oh, they're a brilliant person. Mm. Or it's like, no, no, just because he's got cerebral palsy, like, he can still be a dick at yeah, teenager. Yeah, he's just a you know, regular so it's, old teenager. It's, it's, so it's, like, it's yeah. just a an obvious normal way, uh, way of normalizing... Um, a disability it's yeah. like he's a regular regular kid being an asshole yeah totes. absolutely not, um, not being aware of the real world also how old is he meant to be like 15 or 16 15 or 16 yeah and I guess yeah. it sets off Walt's 50 he's got a baby on the way because yeah. he, he gets up into the stepping in the middle of the night which again the cold open left I think lets him do that like get to know Walt at the start because if you start the show and it's like he wakes up and he goes and does some like aerobic stepping in his baby's room like the fuck is this shit I'm turning this off where, but because you know, boy, at some point he's going to be pointing a gun at cops. We think, like, okay, I'll watch this. Let's see how this dork ends up pointing a gun at cops. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's, um, yeah, like a lot of setting up Walter before. Again, I would say the show starts when he gets his cancer diagnosis. Up until then, it's all just set up and preamble and get to know stuff. Um, like, again, <laughs> okay, this is like I could call this another Breaking Badism, but when Walter in the chemistry class when he explains the show to his chemistry class. Yeah. Yeah. So, great, great speech. Makes sense. Nice and thematic. Double meanings and all that. But it's the kind of thing you'd get on the first day of chemistry. They're not on the first day of chemistry. They're on chapter six of the book. So they're at least like, I don't know, six weeks into the school. Too long in for him to be explaining his philosophy of chemistry to them in a like, this is what the subject's all about. He's just telling us what the show is about. Which is fine. It's good writing because as someone watching it who is like paying attention to stuff, you'd be like, oh, I get that. Well, to um, be pedantic. Do please. Um, they're like 16-year-olds or whatever. Like, he, I, I don't think he's described as a chemistry teacher. I think he's described as a science teacher. Oh. Um, I don't know. I'm just, no, I'm just, just to defend it a little bit. I think he, he does say chemistry teacher. I'm an extremely overqualified. And in the US, and even in Ireland, they don't, you just don't just have general, general science. You have specialisms, maybe, it, yeah. when you get older. I mean, I'm just going to put that down to to character 
mm. um, building as in he tries every day to do something fun yeah. and then it instantly, does, no. instantly falls off a cliff. Yeah, and also yeah. But like that he, maybe, yeah. I, if you saw yeah. more of it, I would say yeah, yeah. definitely. But having, like you don't see more uh, much of Walt in the classroom. This is one of the few times you see him teaching. Yeah. And what he is doing so is like, explaining the show this? to the audience. But that's good because they do two things with it. It's like, we're going to show him in class and he's getting simulated by Chad in it. Because yeah. like the first, the first five minutes of the show is just Walt getting dunked on. Oh yeah. Just dunked on what, by Chad. One of my three notes was oh, yeah? pathetic. Absolutely. Everything is to make this character seem as pathetic even, as possible. Um, even his glove box dunks on him. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's it, yeah, which is like the, the pizzas, the this, everything mm-hmm. is, everything is... Yeah, it's, like, it makes him sympathetic, you know? Humiliate yeah, him a bit yeah, and feel sorry yeah, for him. Yeah. Then he can bomb a nursing home and you still cheer for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like that, uh, Walt gets dunked on. I feel like, again, like I know it, they're showing he's kind of pathetic, but like he should be able to stand up to his fucking boss. He's a 50-year-old man. When Bogdan is like, go out and wipe down the car. I'm like, no, man. I'm a grown-ass adult. I can make decisions yeah, about my own but life. like, I think he's also... Because I've been in that situation where you're very annoyed, but mm. you know the end result is this just has to get done. Yeah, I and suppose. And it's, it's like, am I going to stand my ground now? Like, you know, like, or, or are the two of us going to, like, either me or, or the boss is going to have to go out and clean cars. Yeah, and he does get to come back later and stand up for himself and yeah, fuck yeah. your like, eyebrows. Like, but I can That's see, great. like, not everybody stands up. And it's a very identifiable um, trait, to, you know, where, like, like I'll just get this out of the way and I'll yeah. do it yeah totally um, so you know it, it, again it makes you cry of like just film to fuck off man it's yeah like, yeah you not want... that easy he's got a baby due and so he's got he needs this job yeah his wife like, is a creative writer yeah, yeah. who sells art on eBay yeah Skyler exactly. has an yeah, Etsy yeah. store and a creative writing dream yeah she, yeah fair I'm just 10 years younger than him didn't cop that oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I picked that up now um, but yeah, so Walt comes home, and it's a surprise party for his birthday. That's nice. His family yeah, love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Hank is so sound. Yeah. Um, I know, like, comes across, like he's got to play the hard ass because he's a DEA agent or whatever. But I think, like, on my rewatch from this, maybe it's because how his arc turns out, and by the end, like, Hank is the good guy you're rooting for. But from the start, I was like, oh, Hank is sound. He should have asked before handing his gun to Walt Jr. Fine. But he's not really, like, he's just kind of, like, uh, like, brusque and got a load of bravado. Um, yeah. well, manly man or whatever yeah. well, that doesn't make him a bad guy but I remember first time watching it thinking Hank was a dick oh completely because he's in opposition to Walter but like did you get that this time would you like did Hank come across as a, a prick in that scene like mm, because I because I'm familiar with the character later on no but I'd say if I watched it for the first time again you'd be like oh I know what this character is yeah and also that was another thing that I was reading about Dean Norris that oh yeah you know, he is well known that he didn't want to do play the role because you know that he's played that cop yeah. role loads and he's like oh, I don't want to play this and he convinced like no no this is a good character mm. and also that character was meant to be a lot more racist towards his partner and okay. just generally you know okay. a little bit more like asshole yeah yeah where he's like well, I'm gonna tone that down and make it a little more like he is just like they, they have banter like yeah, have, like the racist banter that's fine between it's cops. laddie banter like, it's laddie yeah. banter but it's 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 friendly and, and yeah and his charisma as an actor and as a charm 
yeah. gets that across. And I think, like, particularly when they bring up, like, Hank's PTSD and stuff and what he goes through, I think that's really good. Well, let's not jump ahead. I know, I'm not, I can't remember so, Oh, yeah, so yeah. spoilers for Eddie then. Yeah. So well, not spoilers, but just that, like, I'm just yeah. going off what I'm getting from the first episode. Which is fair, you should. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, this, this stood out to me. I don't know if it's stood out to you. Why is Gomi at Hank's 50th? Like, I know, or Walt's 50th. I know. Walt like is seems to be quite tight with his family, but so you, as you said, your brother-in-law's fifty is coming up. Uh, can I come? Because I'm your work friend. No, exactly. Why is Gomi there? Well, see, I was going to say that as well. As in, it, it's one of those like surprise birthday parties, and it's a shout off like people. Yeah. That are very clearly extras and are not characters, and you, you. Yeah. You even get the sense. Watching it, that like I I know that none of these people are important mm. you know I, I know it was like okay there's a, a, a Hank there's Gomi they're, they're, they're characters they're, yeah. you know it's definitely like I'll just grab like Scott was like I'll just grab neighbors yeah. they and, and friends of friends a, a social circle yeah he doesn't yeah. have friends and, and, yeah. and that was another it's thing like, that just tracking back a little bit before yeah. that when he's in school in the school there's a shot of him eating his lunch by his uh, computer you know, there's a that little, 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 little solitary yeah. shot of him just like sitting at his bench, eating his lunch. So it's like, yeah. oh, it's very, he's an isolated, very yeah. isolated. So he's trying to like engage his class, fails, mm. and then he's just by himself eating lunch. It's like again, pathetic. Yeah. Um, there was a scene that was cut of this character, I can't remember her name, Iris or something. Yeah. And she was basically she was a character, she, and she was meant to be have a little flirtation with Walter. Yeah. And back and forth, that. They cut because like, and then cut the character completely, which must have been shit for the actor. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah, like, <laughs> but like they're like, we don't need to follow this thread because yeah, yeah. it gives a little bit of a little. It give, it, it's foreshadowing a bit of Breaking Bad for him. Yeah, yeah. Before the but like let's just make him alone. Yeah. No friends, solitary. Yeah, and, and then think... that's compounded by when he comes home, and you see that like I know these aren't his friends. I know he doesn't. Know yeah. These and there is a little hint to it as well, I suppose. Even like like that, we're consciously doing it cause when. Skyler, uh, like like yeah, Hank and Rhea are their main social circle. Walton sucks. Skyler's, um, and there's just scene where they're having the the box of white wine. I hope it's a like a, an insulated box at least they're in the desert. Um, but Skyler introduces Marie to that other lady she's talking. That's classist. Boxes of wine. Well, just uh, no, go dude, get me a box of wine for my birthday. It's just because it was a box of white wine yeah, sitting out. Yeah. You know, that was rare to box. There's always a box of wine present. Like this. Go on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just the only time the interact was like, oh, here's my sister Marie. So this person doesn't know, like I say, very loose social circle, uh, or not much of one. So I think I noticed there. Um, yeah. Uh, what happens next? Um, also, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is as time passes and we're older now. As uh, when I watched it originally, you know, when you watch these characters, you're like, oh my god, uh, Brian Cranston, he's old. Mm-hmm. Scholars old. They're all like old people uh, in your head. You yeah. Know? Watching them, like, oh, Skyler's like 39, and yeah. his sister's like a couple of years younger. Like, they're like, they're, and they're like, and they're quite attractive. Like, I oh, now yeah. find them, attractive. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going through that mm. point of like, uh, and like, even Hank looks younger than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, all look at the, it, yeah you're right. Anagon it's a hot. weird, yeah, that yeah, weird sure. lens where you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go there now. Anyway, that's 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 a sidebar, yeah. Of, totally. um, uh, well, this isn't Anagon Hot Watch, um. We'll get to that. We'll get to Jesse. Um, but yeah, oh, it just puts it in context for how because I yeah, they're I'm I'm closer to their age now, so I can empathise with them more. Yeah, I rather than going like they're lame old people that you know, yeah. Yeah, I think old that was a. Um, I'm like, oh god, they don't know what they're doing at all. They're like 
there's yeah. so much anxiety going on. That was the thing with the, the Malcolm in the Middle rewatch, actually, was that I felt more, I related more to Hal and Lois. Yeah. Because we're closer to the and the kids. And it's like part of why I like rewatching stuff is as you grow and change, you the stuff changes for you. So, like, we were talking about The Wheel of Time earlier. Like, I reread those books every two or three years, and every time I read them, it's different yeah. because I'm different. And that's great. And watching Breaking Bad was different because I'm different. It's it's cool. It's very cool. Um, but what's not different at all throughout the series is how much of a greedy bastard Walter is. Um, you might see more of this as it goes. Like, like I said, he's always a monster. He's always the dickhead he becomes. He just becomes more of himself as the series goes on. Because he doesn't have the cancer yet at his birthday party. They watch the bust and he's like, oh, how much money is that? And he's like, oh, like 70, 700 grand. He's like, He's instantly like, I could make that much money. I could cook meth and make a shitload of money if I wanted to. Maybe I want a load of money. He just hasn't had the impetus to yet, but like, there's that glint in Walt's eye of like, oh, all that money would be sweet. Well, to to push back against that, okay. is again, you're looking at this episode and this character as if they're experiencing everything for the first time and they don't have a backstory. Mm. And I didn't know, and this is going forward a little, when he collapses, yeah. you know when he collapses at the car wash, yeah. and, he, you know, and he's looking at the attractive woman in the green dress. Yes. So that is, is, is apparently a reference, like what Walt is seeing mm. is uh, his ex-girlfriend who... who he sees Gretchen like, yeah. He sees Gretchen in that person and he, he kind of mistakes her. Like, I did, Watching it for the first time, whatever, when it first came out, you're like, he just sees a hot girl getting into a cool car. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, he sees the life he could have had. But Walt's character is seeing, so yeah. you don't know what he's been going through for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, he's oh, very longer. aware. 20, 30 years 20 since years. that happened. So he's very aware of his friend, of the life he could have had for many years of making money and, and mm-hmm. having success and fame. Yeah. Well, so then, it's not, it's not like he's getting the idea now to make money. He's been stewing and being mm-hmm. becoming embittered for years yeah like um and, it, and it's kind of like now it's twigging they're like oh maybe i could use my expertise to make money in this yeah. field so it, i'm yeah. just gonna say it'll, it'll, it waters down his greed mm. because it's something that has been stewing around and, 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 yeah. and there's a reason behind it yeah, no, I get you, absolutely, and that's why it's not, what it's makes not the show as, in the as it comes across. No, it's not, like, and, like, you're right, they're, like I say, like, he's 50 by now, so a whole life has led to the kind of guy who will see a shitload of drug money on TV and be like, I could have that if I wanted, because, like, granted, he has the skills and whatever, but, as you say, like, jumping forward a bit, small spoiler, but he looks up, not even spoiler, sorry, small detail comes up later on, every week he looks up how much that grey matter company is worth. Yeah. He says that later on, so yeah, definitely, stewing over, angry well, over. it's an obsession. And it says something else about Walt's character that becomes more apparent as you watch. Um, and like I say, like once he decides on an action, he's very determined he will carry it out. But he has this tendency in moments of panic to just react like a fucking wild animal. Um, and like you see it in this episode and you see it as it goes on. And he just like has these instinctual reactions and just goes up. But then like he takes a little bit, once he calms down, once he thinks about the situation, then he like makes his decision to bomb a guy or whatever poison what's the what's the instinctual reaction that stands out to you um this is again jumping ahead in the first uh, episode oh the first episode it's when he gasses the two boys and has to start driving away in the rv yeah but, and but then there's the other like the film there's quite a few as the extreme situation happens do you think do you do you think that's an extinct instinctual reaction he's more i think i think because yeah. he's a fairy 
he, everything is planned and and he he is thinking in mm. there's there's loads of algebra going on above his brain yeah and and what? when 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 i think he's made that decision to do what? the phosphine gas yeah he assesses the situation when the guys come up and goes i'll show you my recipe and, yeah and he, has he says that there he's yeah, like i'm not i'm not gonna show his right I'm, I'm gonna do think, something to you know. yeah better example is probably when he shoots himself and the gun doesn't work a, emotional reaction probably the better rather than instinctual but well, i think that can be traced back as well mm. as not as in like this is a plan i'm i'm, I'm doing a, a note on a video i'm leaving yeah. my things out i'm gonna do first he's gonna do uh, suicide by cop. Suicide by cop, and then, and then you can see his brain going, no, that that's why would I do that? That's why would I put someone else's life mm-hmm. in danger or mm-hmm. whatever? You know, like that won't or that won't look good for my son. That won't yeah. look for the. This is the most logic. Everything is logic. Mm-hmm. It's the most logical, pragmatic way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And I've made a decision. I'm going to do it, and then. Yeah, I. Do you know? I, I'm, I'm just I'm, very emotional, rather than analytic. Yeah, you know what? We're still at his birthday I, party. Yeah, yeah, but 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 also not assuming that people know details from mm. season three, episode something that feeds into this. Yeah, I think you're right, and but do I, you know, I still want to make a point that Walt does make emotional. He has emotional reactions to things that sometimes fuck him over, but he does come back and do the analytic thing after and. Yeah, and you'll see it as you go on. There are situations where he just reacts without thought and it doesn't go well for him. As it doesn't go well for anyone who reacts without yeah. thought to a situation. And very human to react emotionally to yeah. stuff and have to take a moment to calm down and breathe. But he um, always MacGyver's his way out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. Back to the episode at hand. Speaking of hands, birthday hand job. Okay, so just prior to that, uh, this, this is part of why I'll show you my three notes. Oh, great. What was your other note? Uh, I don't, I don't know why I'm getting my phone out to look at it. <laughs> it says, I'm going to pretend I read my three notes. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I'll, I'll actually, because it, it's it's kind of stupid. Yeah, so what's your what's your other notes? What's your, <laughs> you, you had a birthday hand job note? No, no. Uh, uh, so I have three notes. Because mm-hmm. I I was like, I'll take notes during the thing. But then yeah. I, I was on my phone. I should have got a notepad. I was on my phone. I was like, oh, I'll on my phone watching break my This isn't good. So I took three before I gave that up, and it was pillows, hand job, and pathetic. Okay. Uh, pillows was just. This kind of feeds into oh, my, uh, my 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 idea of it of of the two personalities and his mm. patheticness, but the pillows on the bed of him, of him those decorative pillows. Yeah, they make the bed and put the pillows on in like, the morning. Yeah. Women like you know, it's it's really putting that like housewifey yeah, women yeah. like these pillows, and she's selling shit online and blah blah. Mm. But it also. You don't see his. You don't see him having an identity. Mm-hmm. You know. You don't see even at the birthday party. He has no ownership of anything. Yeah, he's wearing you know, beige. Like he's, he's wearing beige. He just blends into the background. Mm-hmm. You can't see any of his. And even like his plaque in the wall, maybe. Yeah, that's Hank, it. Hank he's the center his, of attention. Center of attention. Yeah. Taking his beer, Nostrovia. He's got nothing to do with. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's all and like the pillows just, you know, with one other thing. It's like. Yeah. Oh, you put pillows on your bed every night. It's decorative shit they don't mm-hmm, use. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hand job with yeah, us. Yeah, hand up is great. Um, yeah. And she's not even paying full attention to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, come on, Skylar. Birthday blowjob. That's they rhyme. It's alliterative. That's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? At the same time, you do you. Maybe that's not your preference. And he was probably very very. So she's not that pregnant. And uh, no, having the baby is kind of like. Oh, that's a weird excuse not to have sex. Yes, no. That like that might come back to something later. Actually, okay. Well, time with something I, uh, at the end of the episode uh, uh, that I noticed about Walter and Skylar, and maybe their relationship. That's a bit weird. 
Um, but yeah, after the birthday hand job, woke class at work, straight into the MRI machine, which is fucking great service. Um, I mean, they're in Albuquerque, which is, you know, it's probably not. Yeah, I think what they do in the yes is they do stuff then, Bill, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, no, yeah like maybe, like, yeah. You can see him not wanting to do yeah, anything. Can you just not bring me to hospital? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very American. Um, it's like that mean show couldn't happen. I was looking know. at the IMDb of all the characters and cast. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're named or whatever. Uh, ambulance driver, uncredited. Or ambulance uh, attendee oh, or whatever. Really? There's a couple, yeah, because you just, there's castes and like, this person played that person. Yeah. This person and it's just a uncredited, it just didn't give his name. Maybe. And he has a, a good bit of dialogue. He could have just been a writer or a producer or someone they threw in to fill the role. They, they do that sometimes when like, yeah. you but need like, someone and you don't. He has a good, do the cast. Anyway. But no, you're right. He has, a, he's, he's, he's a whole scene with them. Yeah, like, the whole yeah. scene back and forth. Very important. You yeah. that like bit That's of foreshadowing. Smoke. Like, yeah. yeah, it's good. New shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then Walt has cancer. The episode that this the series starts uh, when he gets his diagnosis, and it's inoperable. Very terrible. And then yeah, he comes home a bit shook afterwards. Just to just to stay on the. the oh, yeah. it's, I think it's another insight into Walt's character hmm. of him being able to, him being able to balance two thought patterns at the same time you see it's it's, it's it's no as in like it's you know it's, it's his focusing on and the it's mustard. just that panic thing yeah. that we all go through where you're focusing on the mustard but he's totally engaged and knows exactly what your man what the yeah. doctor has, has, has I think has they do it very to. well with the the ring in the ears that like sense yeah. Yeah, when yeah, something yeah. catastrophic yeah. happens or you get catastrophic news your brain does that weird dissociative yeah. thing of like I'll focus on the little detail over but here. But I think it, it is just another clue and insight mm. into how his brain operates. Okay. Where, you know, he's focused very much on that, but he's very much... Yeah. He, he's like, yeah, doctor, I know exactly what you said to me, and I'm not... He, he's... He, yeah, yeah, I get you. You I know, just, like, I suppose more I would, so than a regular person. Just to push back, I would say that as a normal regular person doesn't make Walt special yeah. that no. he can absorb that while also stare at the mustard. But stain. I think you can like, choose to make it special because they mm. put it there. Yeah, so I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say that they put it speaks to his reason. character. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fair. Every like thing you find in in these, especially it's a pilot. Everything is there mm. for a reason. Mm. It's yeah. not just like well, we just throw it in to trouble something. I think it's everything yeah. is, is the pilot. Is, like I'm saying about the writing is so tight. tight. Yeah. Whereas what you'll see from season three on, it gets a bit looser and stuff. But you're right. Everything and it's one of the great things we talked about. Everything is there for a reason. Like it gets a bit. Again, it's another breaking badism when there's like specifically placed objects and the color and all that. We're not getting into the color. Fuck that. Um, but it's Perfect. like that. Everything is there for a reason. Everything is is perfect. And it's brilliant. Like you should be like that with good art because you have the the time to do it. Um, but yeah, following on from that, again, this is the scene where he comes home and Skyler's on the phone to the credit card company. Yeah. I didn't pick up on the light thing. That's well, I didn't. I, yeah. I thought it was just a thing I read and I was like, oh, that's an interesting yeah. little perk. I don't know how that feeds into the rest, her character and the rest of the series. Yeah, but again, like, it could have, I suppose because I worked in credit cards, yeah. payments do sometimes get lost. But I think because she does become a bit of the, uh, uh, what's her name, Tony Sopranos' wife, that she does become, Carmella, like, because yeah. she, she states in the first episode, what this is. Yeah. To, to going ahead to the last scene but like you're not talking to me I don't mm. like when you're not talking to me you have to include me yeah and that's the main the main so conflict of the first couple yeah. of seasons is yeah. when, like she doesn't know it's like how, how long can we how long can you hide it from how her? long can we hide it from yeah. you know which is kind of again this is a sidebar again to mm. the Ozark that TV series oh yeah, you yeah. Watch that? No. which had a good first season slash mm. first half season for, like it had a good first and then again I, I feel it went 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't. I don't think Tony and Carmella are a fair comparison for Walter and Skyler at any point because one, Carmella knows all along. No, I'm Tony's just, I'm, a mobster. Yeah, and, I'm just saying that the the yeah. the the team aspect where mm. you know the conflict. They yeah they know all along the conflict in Breaking Bad is her not finding out yeah. and it, it they extend that out in Ozark the first episode he full on goes I'm doing something really oh illegal my God, and like wow. you know he like he, it's like we're not gonna play this game that's been done on a TV show which I was like yeah. it kind of shocks you to kind of go oh he's being clean with the you're kind of like you're expecting him to go. Oh, how's he gonna keep this secret from his wife? Yeah, but that's um, very TV then, because that's yeah. like I'm gonna make you. You're coming to jail too. Then is what that does. Well, no, it's just I think it was more. I'm aware of everything that's in TV culture. Everything yeah. that's become before this character is like you know, the audience is expecting. How's he gonna keep this? Yeah, life? instead it's like, like I'm gonna include you and the whole family and like tells the entire family <laughs> that like oh, oh, oh I've done a really bad thing. Uh, we have to move okay. to here, and this is why. Yeah, more criminals now. Shut up. So which is. Which is breaking, breaking Bad is like you're like frustrated, you're like, yeah. And it just come clean with the cancer and fucking. But everything. um, well, like, yeah, just gonna bring it back to the Sopranos. Tony is very careful not to make Carmel an accessory to any of his crimes, which is like Skyler becomes an accessory to all his crimes. Yeah. Um, Michael, I can call him Michael. I can't remember the actors' names. His family in Ozark's then are all an accessory to his crime and equally guilty in the eyes yeah. of the law. So it's a TV thing. Like, if you really cared about your family. I wouldn't have Louise if I murdered somebody, you know? Yeah, I don't think it's a character thing. No. Well, if I intended to get away with it, I wouldn't tell anybody. But, fair. Um, yeah, and again, I just with the credit card scene, I think Skyler was very reasonable when she's like, well, you used the wrong card, and now we got to pay extra money for this. This 16 bucks now costs us 30 bucks, And it wasn't like, she wasn't aggressive, she wasn't really bitch, she was just like, we don't use that card. Which, I'm fine, it's a weird American thing, you have to have multiple credit cards for some reason. Um, yeah. But I did like I remember first time watching the show, reading that as like, oh, she again. It's more like Walter being bet upon. It's like you just found out he has cancer. Even more about the sixteen dollar credit card oh, charge. Yeah. But if it's very normal, reasonable domestic, yeah, is the wrong one. So we didn't yeah. pay. So we owe thirty bucks. Um, I then, think it's more the repetitive penny pinching is getting probably it would get to anyone and you're like I just yeah. I you're, you're reminding me of my poverty constantly yeah, everyone, and that's my own shit yeah I never had and like you know penny pinching is shit and no it is yeah. and like she's putting a positive spin on and like I'm gonna take charge of the household accounts and that's mm. great but it's still you can't deny your feelings of being reminded that you're shit and you're, you're yeah and it's, it's, it makes you feel more sorry for Walter and he keeps the cancer to himself because I think that's just he's come home from getting the diagnosis so fair enough he's not going to be engaging with anything then um, and I can see like I might not tell someone straight away I feel like I'm I'll probably go for a long drive and then tell them but you know there's reason enough keeping that to himself for a while um, then Bogdan's a dick to Walt again later in the car wash and he just straight up no fuck this um, starts breaking bad um yeah. yeah. Again, going to that ladder of thought and that, mm. how far ahead has he, has he visualized well, his? I in, don't think he's thought very far ahead at that. Like, because I think it's a little later in the episode when, yeah, it is. It's a little later when he decides to call Hank, or at least makes the call to Hank. So either before he told Bogdan and his eyebrows to go get fucked, he had yeah. decided to call Hank, which is the like you say the analytic ladder theory, or he had an emotional reaction and just quit his job grabbed his balls and knocked the air fresheners on the ground and then later have to because like he's probably thinking like how long do I have left to make fuck this job I have better things to do in my life than stand behind the cash register um, and then next we see of him 
it's the early morning and he's throwing the matches in the pool, reflecting on the brief flame of life that we all only get. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, feeding into that existentialism yeah. of um, again, I'm just I'm just trying to like mm. his analytical analytical way of. Well, yeah, no, definitely. Like fight back corner. I'll, like I won't say he's not analytical. No, I'm not. I'm not but he's definitely emotional about stuff. He's assessed the situation with Bogda, mm. of okay. This job doesn't. This job only mattered when I could sustain it for X amount of years. Mm. You know, mm. I now know I won't be alive. So, like, he is having a, a definite emotion reaction, mm-hmm. but he definitely knows this job is pointless. Mm-hmm. And maybe in his head, he's like, you know what, I'm gonna die. This is over. Or, yeah, I'll let my emotions fly. Mm. And then at the pool, he's he is contemplating. I have to come up with something like if I have two years to live or less yeah I have to come up with a fast way of making money to provide for my family mm-hmm. in perpetuity yeah because I don't think creative writing is going to do it and she'll mm. have a baby and she'll have yeah. some with disabilities uh, there's no income coming in and there's no. no support yeah so he has an emotional outburst with Bogdan but mm. I think it is rooted in this job is a dead end. It. Yeah, what's he need it for? He's gonna be dead. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not gonna well, make a difference. It's, it's, it's just like it's, it's it's like with everything with his character. When he sees, you know, when something has, I can see it's a dead end. I'm gonna mm. cut it now. Yeah, I'm gonna cut it out now. Mm. Uh, and it, it keeps it keeps coming up all the way through the the, yeah. the different, different seasons. I'm just I'm just keep trying to keep that no, little little yeah, thread going it. of like everything he does. It was like okay, this is not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it now and figure it out along the way yeah and at the pool he's contemplating contemplating I'll call Hank I'll do my research yeah it's like I'm saying it's the like, but, I mean, like not so, I don't think our theory is not mutually exclusive but it's the like like I said emotional reaction to something and then reflecting and coming up with a plan to get out of it yeah um, which is what happens um, so yeah throwing the matches in the pool decides to go through with the meth cooking plan and uh, goes on his research trip with Hank and Gomi. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any, any Breaking Badisms here. I put them in a separate section, so I might just stick them in as they come. Oh, um, another fun yeah. fact, yep. which is, again, just, you know. Yeah, um, throw them at me. Breaking, Love them. breaking yeah. Bad trivia. You see both characters. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Aaron Paul's character. Uh, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see both Walter White and Jesse uh, for the first time uh, in their underwear. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Jesse was under. Yeah, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's weird, Vince. Um, I see. If he was here, I could ask him why he did that, but he's not. So maybe next hey, episode. Maybe, maybe maybe towards uh, episode fifty-five. Um. Yeah, I'm hoping to get Cranston for fifty-five, but we'll see. Is- right now, we got to talk about how cool militarized police are. because uh, it's again like it's there's like, it's this is very recent to be taking this into account, but like there's yeah the the DEA when they roll around in there. Swat shit. It looks cool. It is cool, but it's not cool at the same time. And I think like that's a theme of the show is like uncool stuff that's not really cool. It's cool. Like Walt's a meth cook. He's a, he's a, he's a meth kingpin. Meth's not a good drug. That's not cool. You know, like Mary Louise Parker deals a bit of weed and weeds, but Walter is destroying lives with his product. Very far removed away. You know, um, just again something in hindsight to me was like this isn't so cool. Whereas I think the first time I watched it was like, oh yeah, shotguns. Check that out. Um, yeah, but I think that again, if you're if you're bringing up the uh, the subject of militarized police, mm. I think that it, this is still before that because yeah. that's a SWAT team. Oh, that was a big conversation. SWAT teams have always been around. They're yeah. specialists. They have an interesting team. history. Yeah. But if it was nowadays, it, it would be 
Hank and Gomi in attack. Yeah. You know, it would be it would be regular police doing that. So like yeah. I think that's that that's a different there's always SWAT teams. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. we have the SWAT it. Which is now not really as much as a, no. a thing. No, well, it's kind of... I, actually, I'm not sure. This yeah. isn't a police podcast. Listen to Behind the Police for that. Um, but yeah, I suppose, small note. Um, better note, Emilio runs like a fucking idiot. Uh, uh, when he just runs straight into the... Like, he trips a bit, and then he runs into the counter. Like, what the hell? Like, for, probably panicking a bit, but... He runs like... Oh, oh, me, sorry. Emilio. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Not yet, yeah. Emilio. Ah, that's just a... It's a TV thing. He's got to, like... they got to catch him quick. Whatever. I think that could happen. Yeah, but yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just funny. I watched it three times. Yeah. It's like, it's like, am I being too hard? I was like, no. He runs into the door jam, and then he runs into the counter, yeah. and then they're on him. But he wasn't even running towards the door. Like, it's like, you're going to climb out the window? Well, again, it could be a nice little nod to later on. Spoiler of your man, you know, running through... The Jesse door, also running, runs running away from Bill... No, running away from Bill Burr. Falling and then oh god yeah yeah that kind of like oh no because they hadn't free accident there's no way they'd plan that in between uh, if it's not no, anything, I, Jesse it's... runs like an idiot later as well yeah because when he's running for media he trips straight away yeah but I think that's just because we can't have a long car running chase just have him fall yeah. it's a writing thing it's TV thing it's fine but it's just funny when you yeah, yeah. look at it like that um, that tune is a banger that he's listening to um, the Cuddy Bunnies you know I really like that song I feel yeah, like. I can't remember. Ah, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's this is the Rodrigo Gabriela one? That's, no. That's when Jesse's running r- running away, he falls out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah, no, this is the, like, the hip-hop one. As They do a cool thing where it's, like, just in his headphones, real low, and then the shotgun goes, and it switches to the soundtrack. Yeah. And it's really, like, yeah, it's, it's very cool. I think the tunes in the first two seasons, again, really good. They kind of drop off later on and go more for a score when it gets more cinematic and stuff, but in the early seasons, the, the music is great. Yeah. And I just, well, yeah. that's another. You could have a whole other podcast on the music of Breaking Bad. Yeah. it's very like it becomes part of. Well, the, the whole. It's there vibe. from the start. We'll see yeah, at the yeah. the end of the episode. Um, and then yeah, I just I just enjoy that song, and that's what was fun about watching Emilio run two or three times. Get to listen to that song a couple of times. Yeah. Um, then titties. Oh yeah, the only titties in Breaking Bad. I looked up her. Oh no way! Again, cast as and I just assumed. I can't remember. That. I should have written down her name hmm. but the name was very much it's a porn star yeah um, okay they yeah, did yeah. That so like yeah yeah well, again, if you was... need someone to show like get, get get a professional you know yeah that's what they do the Game of Thrones did that yeah, um, yeah Sopranos yeah. did that all the time well this what? Game of Thrones do and don't there's a lot there's, got... so there's a lot of like there was two characters who were uh, sex workers they were porn stars but even with extras and, sm- and smaller roles they, yeah they would because you know I've had friends who are like would you mind being yeah. completely nude and they're like no. Yeah. And then they get, you know. Guess someone who doesn't mind. Right, it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what, you know. Though, but they're like, well, we want, like, who's it? And I go into some good Game of Thrones. She is a porn yeah, actress. Yeah, so when it comes And shape. they give her a character. Yeah, that's cool. You know. Um, And then, but they did some, like, it probably fell off later on, but uh, Sopranos, all the strippers and that, in yeah. the bottom being, they're all strippers. Uh, but they paid them stripper rate. Oh. Yeah. And that's why they would get sex workers and strippers, because you don't have to pay them actor rates for a nude scene you just pay them stripper rate I wonder how different it is it's very vast difference okay. I'm sure between yeah. um, how much like a stripper probably made 50 an hour yeah, and you got them for an hour you only need them for an hour um, whereas if you're paying an actress to have her top off in a scene it's going to be more <sighs> like how much does it cost to get your bit out I'll do for free fair enough yeah okay uh, for any producers listening you need a penis Eddie's is free I've got nothing to hide great um Great. Okay, now I'm very distracted. 
Um, by my penis. Yeah, exactly. God, it's just, it's like the mustard spot on the doctor's jacket. It's all I can see. Uh, Walt tracks down Jesse at home next, recruits him to his um, meth cooking business. This is when we start the Jesse Hot Watch. Um, there's a Jesse Hot Watch. Uh, it's Jesse, Aaron Paul. He doesn't start out hot. He's not like real good looking. He, he looks like a baby when you meet him first. He looks like a baby with a weird mustache. Well, they wanted to kill him off. He's got that. Yeah, season they're, one. Yeah, they're going to kill him at the end of the season. Yeah. But there's a tipping point where Jesse becomes hot. I guess I they know. have to. I don't know if it's a character thing. I think it's it's half a character thing and half a look thing. Like he gets the shaved head eventually and stuff like that. But and they're very much trying to make him look like a kid here. Um, like the big clothes and the stupid hair and everything. I think he's he's yeah, but big clothes and stupid hair. I think like. Oh, he's not in, hot yet. Well, maybe not to you. Uh, uh, not to me, but I mean, in his he's like the he's you know got a, he's fucking this hot neighbor because he's like in his world he's got a little bit of power. He's a he's, dealer. He's, yeah, he's he a cooks cook. a bit of mess. He's got yeah. a bit of fucking. He's a cool guy. He's yeah. got a cool guy. He's got like this chili in his thing. He's got a, yeah. a cool car. He's got he's got stuff going on. I should ask a nineteen year old. So like it's not yes. Yeah. Well. Even 19-year-old, I think, in their world, hmm. he's cool. Yeah. Not to us. No. And not no, to... Not us now, anyway. Yeah, no. Walter doesn't find him hot. But as well, no. in, in... This also shows up, you know, because, again, with Walt's mm. analytical planning everything, knows what he's going to do, but also it kind of highlights his naivety at certain points as mm. well, where he's like, he doesn't know the business. Yeah, that puts up he, he brings his stuff in, he's like, we'll cook here. It's like... We don't fucking no, cook here, no. idiot. Like Walter's not yeah, You are green. Is one know? of his, um, it, yeah. It's one yeah. of his main foibles. But instantly, yeah. It's like the fucking Borg. He's like, okay, I'll adapt. And yeah. then, like, you know, it's like, okay, well, then we'll get, we'll do this. And okay, this. Yeah. So you give me a problem. You give him a problem. He solves the shit. He'll out be of very him. like, I didn't. I was very ignorant of this beforehand, mm-hmm. but now I'm a fucking expert in it. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, he gets very good at that. Um, but yeah, recruit some. Then, yeah, there's that scene with Skylar and Marie, which just kind of, like, it's, it's, it just really tells you about Skylar and the, the, her art dealership, her creative writing, a bit more of her and her and Marie are close as sisters, and the 10-year age gap, but it doesn't do, it's like the one bit of the episode that doesn't really need to be there, but it does a bit, you know, you could cut it and not lose much. All you learn is there's a 10-year age gap, which doesn't mean anything, and... Skylar sells art. Yeah, and Marie's, it, it's a good, it's a, it's a good, like, I'm not just a sister, she's, yeah, there's, there's something going on, just a bit close of friends. sass, bit of attitude. I suppose there is the, like, what's something up, to, something to build and play on. Yeah, and it, it heightens the, like, it, uh, what's up with Walter, is the other, is the only other thing Marie says in it, so yeah, it's yeah. like, time has passed enough, or they've noticed enough that Skylar has said, Walter's acting weird. Um, then, yeah, well, again, like, the, um, the naivety, the amateur, he, he robs the school chemistry lab in broad daylight, as we discover later with no like cover story or whatever, he just takes a bunch of chemistry equipment from the, from the school in broad yeah. daylight. I mean, again, like, like I, again, it makes sense for a naive like first time or whatever, but, but they're like, oh, couldn't be arsed doing a night shoot. Oh, definitely couldn't be arsed doing a yeah. night shoot. But they, but just because they're not doing arsed doing a night shoot means in the world of the show, Walter did that either like super early in the morning or just during the day. It's like on his way home from work. It does seem like it's super, super early in the morning because he drops a thing and it's like makes a sound. Like yeah. a classic oak and it makes a bit of a sound. But then so Jesse's you, chilling two beers deep. Which makes sense. He's 19 year old. He does make yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, fair. He's, <laughs> like, that's he's not been a, awake for all yeah, night. Yeah. He probably yeah. hasn't slept. Like. Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, but I think it is important to look like, like, yeah, there are practicalities that come with making a TV show and writing one. But I think it's, it's fun 
to look at what they mean in the world because then like 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 that in Ozark so like to just address Breaking Bad and the will he keep a secret from his family or not he makes his family accessory to his crime not realistic but makes good for TV um, I well okay if that's what you want to land on I, I don't say see the accessory I just see the oh he did the thing that I don't usually see in TV shows where he yeah. admits no that's the it thing I, to... the thing I thought would be the main conflict yeah. the secret he just so I'm instantly on the back foot going. Oh, I don't know where the show's going to go. Yeah, it's real good writing. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying it's bad writing doing that. So it's real good writing doing it. Cause it yeah, like with I don't see. Open, I, don't, I don't think their their premises accessories to crime or anything. No, it's not. Yeah. It's just an incidental thing yeah. that happens because of a choice they make in the making of the show, which it happens all the time when you look at stuff. All the choices that may go into making something, they will have a little weird knock-on effects. Um, there's not too many break bad, but there's a few that we'll see as we go on. Uh, but yeah, then we see Walter and Jesse are arguing over how to cook, even like what to use stuff for, and like obviously very chalk and cheese. These guys will not get along. They're very different. And like I said, like Walt's all green and naive. This is the um, what's it called X Files reference when Walt says this is. Uh, he points out they have an Erlenmeyer flask. Oh yeah. So I looked that up. It's just a flask used for measuring stuff. Yeah. But one of the first season in the first season of the X Files, an episode called Erlenmeyer flask. It's toward, I think it's the last or second last episode of the first season, and it's another important lore episode where the Earl of Meyer flask is full of the black goo that turns you into an alien. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just another little nod to X Files. I've never properly watched X Files. Great show. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. Now, this is kind of going forward. So, Walt and Jesse talk about how to cook this. I have to get the RV. Jesse says to Walter, I know someone who wants to sell an RV. Now, I've rewatched the series recently. Later on, we find that it, it flashes back to when. Jesse, uh, like so, Bold hands all his life savings to Jesse to go buy the RV. Later on in the series, we get a flashback to that. Jesse takes that money and goes out with Badger and Skinny P and Combo to a strip club and has a great night with Walt Seven Grand. And then towards the end of the night, he's like, oh fuck, I gotta buy an RV for tomorrow. Who can sell me an RV? Because there's no one, he doesn't know anyone to sell him an RV. So he lies to Walter when he says, I know a guy looking to sell an RV for eight and a half grand. Was he just planning to rob him? Yeah. Take a seven grand in his meth shit and just fuck yeah, off. Yeah, he has no... Yeah. No, he's no connection to Walter at all. He's, he's just an shit. Yeah. But then... So I'm going to have to, like... I'm going to pay attention rewatching that episode with the flashback is when does Jesse have a turn of, oh, I can't rob this guy? Well, also, another good point that I read about, mm. the relationship between Jesse and Walt mm. is, like, in these terms, and this is like, slave and master. Oh, yeah. And and, and you realise, because, you know, you, you see they're, like, they... they they, 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 not bond, but like, you know, become close, you're like, oh, it's a, it's a duo now, but like, oh yeah. no, it begins with a threat, as yeah. in, you're going to do this, or I'm going to tell, or the I'm DA going about to you. turn you into a DA, yeah. DA. so, There's... and, and that, he's not released from that until like, season three. No, never. Yeah. Not, not even in season three. But like, never, but, 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 it, but, 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 season... technically, as in, mm. they, they, He's like, okay, I really, you know. It means it looks like more of a partnership. Walt plays yeah. it differently, but no, you're right. The whole like Jesse Walter holds his thumb over Jesse the whole series from day one. Yeah, and you will see he does awful shit to that kid. Well, yeah, I'll be, yeah, 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 of yeah, course. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get. I don't want to go too far. I've gone very far ahead already yeah. for for the pilot. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting, and it's back to like that thing I was saying about choices you make. Like there was a reason why they did that flashback with when Jesse gets out of the money, but it changes that original handover of the cash to Jesse's going to rob him. Maybe when they are writing it originally, Jesse wasn't going to rob him, but once they write the scene where Jesse splashes out all the cash, 
and then decides to buy the RV, then he was lying and was going to rob him. So, important to pay attention to. Um, oh, yeah, and then they do the shopping scene, which I think it's, it's just there to show Walter is, like, really, like, fuck this, like, doesn't care anymore when the kids, those teenagers are making fun of Walt Jr. Oh, yeah. So Walter leaves, comes back and assaults the yeah, giant teenager. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's all hot and stuff. Crime makes Walter very hot. Uh, for well, not horny assertiveness and power yeah well you will, you'll see as it goes on he gets very horny when he does crimes yeah, yeah he loves it um, it makes him rock fucking hard um, and then yeah after he assaults the, t- the giant teenager because that kid is huge oh yeah like he's supposed to be 17 or but like, he's definitely on like HGH or something right he's a big dude but yeah. uh, but it is that kind of why doesn't he do anything because he sees this man is like it's the tiny. crazy versus giant oh, gonna, yeah well yeah. it was just like I could just punch you, but like, how's that gonna do? You know, he's not—he's a kid. He's not actually—he's not actually a—he's a bully. Yeah, he doesn't he's know how to react to the situation. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna punch someone. And Walter's very crazy. Like, come on, do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Um. Then, yeah, that's all that happens there. Next, uh, yeah. Then we hit just before the cold open. Um, I got that wrong, but I left it in my notes because we're not at the start of the episode yet. Um, but another Breaking Bad is a meth cook montage. I get like the whole the, the I think I get, I'm, I'm thinking about doing like a purity gauge at the end of each episode to see like how pure of a Breaking Bad episode was it and like does it have a cold open does it have a montage does it have cool tunes does it have a badass speech like the pilot is pretty high but it's not perfect you know there's a hundred I'd say there's a 99.7% episode way later um, but having the meth cook montage Big, big bump on the purity scale there, I think. Kicks the box. Yeah, looks good. Saves a lot. And, like, you can fill a good, like, minute or two of screen time with just some, some cool shots. And, yeah, it really draws you in. And rather than having to show the laborious yeah. process of actually doing it, I think it's very cool. Um, cut by the assistant editor who um, did my rival podcast, Breaking Bad Insider Podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she started recording in the second season. She's got, like, everyone on and talks about the making of the show. It's pretty cool. Uh, most of the Breaking Bad podcasts don't make it all the way through the show. She did. So. Fair play to you, lady. I uh, can't remember her name now, even though I looked her up recently. Um, but then, yeah, they cook their savage meth. Jesse brings it to Ocho Loco to sell. Crazy 8. Yeah. Um, um, that's what, because I have Have you seen the BCS episode then where he shows up? The Pedicle Cell? Yeah. No, yeah, I'm watching that. And it's actually kind of funny because it's been so long since I watched... Because he's only in the first episode. Yeah. Crazy Yeah. Do you know? And, you know... Well, he's in more like, episodes, but go on. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, episodes, Crazy yeah. 8 is in Breaking Bad, or Better Call Saul, and I'm yeah. like, I don't remember. I, listened, <laughs> I don't remember. Just, but it's funny how perception... Yeah. As in, in Better Call Saul, because he's surrounded by... He's in the gangster world, mm. and he looks really harmless, and kind of like, yeah. oh, you look like a middle-class kid. What are you doing with these gangsters? You look yeah. pathetic. But then in the, first, in the pilot episode of Breaking Bad, he... Kind of does look a bit bad because, like, he's from the lens of Jesse, Jesse, very and, and from like... Walt, who are very low status. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Not he's like he does look kind of intimidating and scary. Yeah, he absolutely. Looks, he looks a bit badass. And like, um, um, but like, he's also the insider, Hank's insider, which you find out. Yeah, in, in Better Call Saul. Yeah. yeah, and in Breaking Bad, it comes yeah. out. Uh, but there is the Ocean Local thing. I just think it's funny because, like, I don't think anyone asked where Crazy Eight's nickname came from. But they thought they, we get that in the prequel show. I, yeah. If we get to the Better Call Saul podcast, I will have a lot to say about things we didn't need to know. 
before the show started. Um, but anyway, that's the... Other, oh, yeah. Um, now, I'm going to... Maybe he called him first. Maybe there was an electronic gate he had to be let through or whatever. But Jesse just strolls up to Crazy Eight's open back door with the bag of meth. Like, what drug dealers do you know who you can just stroll up to their open back door? Eh. Mm. And Crazy Eight is like, as we know from Better Call Saul, a kind of high-level cartel dealer. Yeah. So why is Jesse not being escorted in or buzzed in? Like, why is he just... Cause, and the, the door's open for him. He doesn't open it. The door's already open. Yeah. So I would, like, but again, I don't know, you find out that, like, they're just young lads, but they're not hot. He, Crazy Eight isn't a high-level dude. Like, they've, they've got a lot of money, but he's, they're, you know... Well, he's from the, the I, I think it's a small detail, but like mm, maybe maybe he was that in by someone else. See, it's something again. It's because like, he's age. a known guy. As if there could be some lad outside the door. Yeah, possibly. It's like, oh, hey, Jesse, he's he's in there. But it goes back to um, what I was saying about later and like explaining things. Once they set that up about Crazy Eight, they give us his backstory. So things that they show us about him in the show make not don't make sense, but it changes them. So you're like, why is this? And like, he's kind of high level for for cartel work. Like, if you're taking the money. You're pretty high level, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm going to chalk that down to they'll figure it out, as in. Oh, it's just if it's just needed to walk in. They weren't going to complicate. Maybe you didn't walk in. And like, how do you walk in? It's like, I don't know, some lad left him in. They know Jesse. Yeah. But, I, I yeah. forgave it to that level as well, to be honest. Um, it's not a huge one. Um, Delete that from your notes for, for Vince. Yeah, I'm going to let that one slide for them. Yeah, um, yeah thanks. Um, do, do, do. And this is not this is the first time, but not the only time that Jesse goes to a high level cartel cartel dealer, all cocky, and gets the shit fucked. Um, that's why we love Jesse. I know, right? He's just yeah. so innocent, and he's like, "Yo, man, I'm fucking cool." Yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm going to kill you now." Yeah. yeah he's yeah, it's, he's adorable little baby. Um, and then then we get to the beginning of the episode when Emilio and Crazy Eight pull up in the car with Jesse out in the desert. Um, the way Emilio wears his fucking sunglasses is very funny. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It was just around his neck. No, he puts them in his ears. Yeah. He has the ends of them in his ears, and they hang under his chin. Yeah, it's, a weird... it's great. It, it looks cool, whatever. But you remember, so, if you're like, as you, as it goes on in Ball Kills, people, he picks up stuff from people he kills. Like, after he kills Crazy Egg, he cuts the crusts off his sandwich, stuff like that. He kills Emilio. Why doesn't he start wearing his glasses in his ears? He does start wearing sunglasses. He does, that's fair. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just think it would be hilarious to walk around with his glasses yeah, and his ears like that. It becomes an amalgamation of all the people he killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do we count everyone on the planes? I don't know. We'll get to that. That's a big question. Um, but yeah, then... Yeah, and like I was saying, uh, Jesse also runs like an idiot. Uh, when he tries to run away crazy, he just face plants straight away. Trips I mean, over a fucking bush, like... Yeah, but I mean, you know, again, I think that's more true to life for... They're both wearing very panic. baggy pants and panicking. Just, just yeah. I think it would happen to me if, like, intense panic is like, oh, shit. I think it's the baggy pants. Yeah, baggy pants yeah. and uh, real life shit. Yeah, I'm going to wear I'm gonna wear tight leggings when I start cooking meth for fast shapes. Or just uh, wear your tiny whiteies. Or my tiny whiteies, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's very funny. Um, and, yeah. Completely. Um, like the road that Walter runs away down after Amelia tosses his cigarette like an idiot. Like... Like, that's so stupid when he throws, like, th- th- like I'll throw the lit cigarette out the window into the brushy desert. I not give a shit. I know he didn't give it a shit, but, like, that's a, that's a criminal level. Not, I know he's a criminal, too, but, like... But also, like... Put it out first. Stop that shit in your shoe. I don't know. Like, they live in the ass. desert. Well... Uh, it's probably because he, lived in, he was in, lives in the desert, and in school one day they were like, don't throw lit cigarette butts around in the brushy desert. He's like, fuck you, I'm not going to do what you say, man. Okay. 
this is okay so i'm going to put this into context of uh kilkenny and then outside of kilkenny uh, okay. kilkenny town to the countryside oh yeah, yeah. uh you know i'm yeah. from the country uh, like the countryside and there is a definite difference between the townies in kilkenny <laughs> to the to the we i was a culture or we were the culture yeah go to dublin everyone outside of dublin like you know kilkenny people like I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're from Kilkenny, they're Colchis. Yeah. No, 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 we live in town. But towns are Colchis to to. So your man, Emilio, Yeah. just because they live in the desert doesn't make him a desert-faring folk. He lives in a city and he's like, you know... Yeah, he's a desert townie. He's a townie. Yeah, Yeah. so he's he's completely, you know, um, um, separate from his environment in that way. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. And also... Yeah, no, that's fair. And also, but I feel like it was because Walt said put it out, he was like, fine, I'll throw it out, I won't put it Like... Also, it creates a fire, like, I don't, I'll just let the thing burn. I'll just, just drive away. Yeah, I'll yeah. drive away. And then Walt murders his first two people. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, I looked up like Phosphine Gas. It starts Gass. as he means to go on. Well, yeah. No, I looked up Phosphine Gas. Hi, FBI. Uh, yeah, actually, it's very dangerous. Uh, like, I used to work uh, in, oh, yes. uh, in, yes. in, in a hotel in Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Hotel uh, as a lifeguard, and yeah. one of my duties was to maintain a lot of the pool plant equipment. Yeah. Um, and at the back, there's a massive plant, you know, the, the, the plant area where all the pipes and pumps and chemicals are kept. Mm-hmm. And there's two tanks down below, and one was uh, uh, basically salt, and one was acid. Two big tanks, and yeah. you have to fill up, and these control the chemicals. But, stupidly laid out in my opinion and i think they are legally laid out where the tanks are right next to each other okay yeah charming so i can't remember which one it was but if i was to put the salt into one tank yeah i think if i was to put the citric the the acid because there's we'd have bags of acid that would be delivered i'd have to put a certain amount of scoops in a certain amount of times yeah. a day into the acid tank and there's bags of salt where i'd have to put a certain amount of salt into yeah. the tanks i can't remember which one but if i mixed them up yeah Instant, uh, uh, must. I don't know if it was phosphine gas, but it was must. Think, um, it was a form of mustard gas. I think where, from what you told us when you discovered that it was chlorine gas. Yeah. Cl- well, it was chlorine gas. gas. Yes. Yeah. And 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 uh, which is basically mustard. It does the mm-hmm. same thing. It completely dehydrates you. Bleed from the inside out. Yeah. Melts you. Um, and yeah. you'd have to. So, money. I don't know. It was 18, 17, 16, 17, 18. Money. Money. Like two hours sleep. Yeah. Hungover day was spent <laughs> maintaining this and every time I go down and yeah. again, there's PPE but I was like, I ain't no pussy, I don't need to wear a I'd wear the gloves maybe, but I wouldn't be wearing a mask. <laughs> why? Because why are like, stupid ass to do the tank. I was like and every time I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's this tank. <laughs> it's definitely this tank. But could very easy have just <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe all the warnings was this, but maybe it was far yeah. too well, look, maybe it wasn't concentrated enough for that. Well also chlorine gas just... is heavier than air. Yeah, it would but just sink. Yeah. It would eventually maybe rise up and fill the space. No, yeah. it would it would sink, but I would it would I would definitely die. Yeah, and like that once once um Crazy Eight and Emilio hit the ground, they dead. They yeah. just Well not not wholly dead, as we find out later. Well yeah, uh, back to Walter murdering people, first time. Yeah. Go as you start out as you mean to go on. Um I don't know if you picked up on this, maybe it's because I've seen it a couple of times, but like, Brian Cranston is just glistening with sweat when he's trying to put out that fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I did not know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. Well, I think because he spent, he spent like... 
Oh, so hot. Yeah, he was, well, he was inside the RV. Yeah. Anxious freaking out. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. And then the fire. And of course, like, we probably shot that a couple of times. It's very hot day. Also, it's yeah. the desert. It's the desert. But he's just. What? Well, he's baby loaded up. I don't, I don't think it's like Brian Cranston being sweaty. I think it's. Yeah, it, it's it intentional. Is, it is so. It's set. Like, yeah, it's so glistery. And t- I wasn't really like, did they baby oil him for this? No, no, but, but they, yeah. they'd have to for continuity. If they're yeah. going to if they're going to be doing it, it's like either we pat and dry every time or we're gonna yeah it's, it's done many times yeah it's it's mm. so glistening it have to be yeah, it's not oil. like a yeah oh, it just happens to be sweaty yeah we'll oil them up uh, wind will get all sandy on you oh, it'd be yeah, awful to wash off yeah, yeah. no nah, shit day of shooting I think but exciting show so maybe it makes up for it um and yeah uh drives the RV very cool through throwing the mask on Jesse they're like because without the fire you wouldn't have to drive that's why Emilio tosses a lit cigarette out. Yeah. Um, but again then, <laughs> the, the analytical of it's like, yeah. I don't know if it's, it's it's solely to save his life but more so I need him mm-hmm. to dispose like he's already I need him to dispose of these bodies maybe, maybe you know yeah. he's going to kill himself I mean, I think possibly also like, like maybe he doesn't want to leave yeah. the teenager to die in the desert in maybe, the fire yeah. and he, evidence he, also doesn't, he doesn't know if he's going to crash so maybe he's like no. I'm going to get out of here yeah it's the, I think it's the cough and pass out and then crash like, he's not driving very good um, yeah. when he's tearing down the road in the RV. Lucky it starts as well, because they, later on in the show, they have awful trouble getting that RV going. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, crashes the RV, and then, like, real look... Uh, I, it, I, it feels a bit redundant to point out whenever Walt is lucky, because, like, later on, uh, towards the end, they, like Jesse says, he's luckier than you, because of all the times Walt just looks out of situations, which he does, which is fair, you know, he's protagonist. show would be over... If Crazy Eight didn't follow gun, good gun safety and have a safety on when Walter comes to shoot himself in the head, yeah. but like, yeah, thank God Crazy Eight uses a safety. Because yeah. um, like we already talked about the cold up, because there's no point talking about that point of the story now. Um, then after he doesn't blow his brains out, doesn't suicide by cop, and yeah, he's also he's lucky those um, those firemen just ignore the man with the crashed RV in his underwear and a gun. Again, it's the desert of a real life. Yeah. There is the guy looking back off yeah. off the truck with like that's crazy. And yeah, I'd say it's more normal than you think. Yeah, but you know, just like lucky, weird dude. Yeah, but but it's, it's very desert. lucky no one stopped to check on it. Like maybe there could have been a follow. Oh, you know, with this the fireman car, yeah. the guy in the car because they go they're going to the fire from again. The that's like side. that's 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 extrapolating stuff you don't need to like for mm. for clarity of of of. Mm. It's like, yeah, that could have happened, but they just decided for it not to happen. Yeah, but if it didn't, there'd be no show. Like, if Crazy 8 yeah. didn't have a safety on, there'd be no show. Yeah. Um, and they're all things that legitimately happen. Yeah, exactly. Also, Very legit. I guess the thing that's been talked about is that the, the yeah. special rig done up for that shot coming out of the barrel. Yes, very um, cool. Just the uh, Yeah, no, absolutely. The cinematography in the show is yeah. excellent. Um, funny enough, so I had like bunch of different directors bunch of different writers um, obviously and they changed teams going to season 3 um, but and then the season 3 team stayed for 4 and 5 uh, but same DP same editor for the entire 5 seasons so it has that like super every, so every episode has that Breaking Bad look like, you know Breaking Bad and it looks so good I think that also helped it elevate it to that level of like TV can be really good because it had these huge cinematic shots that you were getting and stuff for like and that's kind of another happy accident, don't we? So, it was originally set in LA when Gilligan wrote it, uh, but because there was a tax break for shooting in Arizona, that's where they went there, 
New Mexico, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there was a tax break for New Mexico. So they went to New Mexico, so they had all these gorgeous, wide-open vistas to film. And you get these beautiful shots. And, like, and this thing, so, like, movies would have had no problem doing a shot with a real, like, hundreds of miles of horizon behind it and big blue sky, because they can afford the cranes and the teams and everything you need to light that and do it properly. TV wasn't doing that until Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad could afford to do it because of the huge tax break. So if it had been... Uh, Matthew Broderick running around LA <laughs> I don't feel like it would have had the same impact it would have yeah. now we wouldn't be talking about that show um, but yeah absolutely beautiful looking show it, it kicked I think more from season 3 they got real into the the, the wide shots and the well yeah the they play with that stuff. foreground and background like yeah. super wide with like a, a piece of nature in the foreground yeah it's beautiful yeah. such a good looking show um, then yeah another nod to later on Walter literally launders his money yeah, I, I was just looking at that going, I don't know, but like, oh, is that a, what's the purpose? He was cleaning the meth off it. Okay. All that money, it's, so in the second episode, it'll flashback to when they get a guy to tow the RV out, and Walt pays him with money that's soaked in the meth ingredients. Mm. So he has to clean it all that off of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, literally, but also, like I said, just wants to show him literally laundering money. Yeah. Um, which is cool, it makes, because um, yeah, even they have to explain what it is. Then, so this is the you know the thing that I think is like kind of weird. It stood out. Um, Walter gets into bed. Skylar tries to talk to him, and she says the like, you know, I don't like it when you shut me out thing, which it's kind of fair. You know, he's obviously it's been a couple of days now, maybe a week, where he's been real weird, not himself, and not telling her something. Very obviously, something is wrong that he's not telling her. Um, and I feel like that's very normal to be like, come on, just tell me what's up, what's wrong. Um, instead, Walt. Little Kiss turns her over starts going for it because he is so horny after murdering those two guys. Um, I remember like, I think initially people were like, oh, he uses the, like, he distracts Skylar with sex because there's that later on when the people, when the school are talking about who stole all the stuff, uh, he like starts giving her a hand job under the table um, and it's like, so she's not going to pay attention to it. But he's getting real, real hot because he's getting away with his crime. They're yeah, describing yeah. his crimes like, oh, I'm so good. So, like... It's danger. Yeah, yeah, danger, adrenaline, all that. Yeah. But then, um, Skyler says, Walt, is that you? When he puts it in. Implying that his wife of about 20 years, we'll say, doesn't know what he feels like inside her, or he feels noticeably different tonight. Now... Yeah, there's a lot so, of commentations on that line. No, oh, it did, it did kind of, like... It's, it's definitely... Stand out for me. It's like, because it like, it, it's... It's almost the bad joke of, is that you or your gun? Uh, you know, yeah, it's a Breaking Badism like, as well. Like, why, in that. I, I didn't see the, I, I guess, the high-concept explanation of what she says as, like, is... Walter this has isn't, changed. Yeah, yeah, this isn't you. And yeah. is that your, your dick inside me? But Not like, even his dick. It's what like, else would it be? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a weird... It's, it's trying to mash two concepts together. Mm-hmm. And it is a little bit clumsy and kind of like... Oh, yeah, it's, it's a Breaking Badism. It's again. obviously your husband's... Yeah, we dick, know. But, but uh, Skyler says, Walt, is that you? Close the episode out because Walter has changed throughout the episode. And you get to notice that and be like, I am smart. I know about art from that. Even though it's kind of obvious, but then in the world, kind of clumsy. The only in-world explanation for it is... Walter has never been fully hard inside of Skylar before. And he needed to kill people to get a proper rock on. Uh, uh, well, uh, I mean, it's a, it, I if you want to think 
Okay. For what? What? what I mean, can you imagine? A throw it out there. It's a. It's a. It's a fun thought. I'll check it with Vince. Um, Do yeah. But like, what? What do you? Th- the only thing that would have to I can imagine having to happen for my partner to not recognize my member would be an accident or reconstructive surgery of some sort. How do you have kids and not be exactly like? How does she not know what it feels like? Why does she? Ha- so it's it's different. It must be different somehow. Otherwise, she wouldn't say that. Mm. So I, th- I think it's more of a clumsy kind of, you know. No, that is what it is. It's a clumsy. We're putting a button on the episode with a resonant line that ties in the theme all together. It's lovely. But in the world of the show, it means that Walter's penis is noticeably different tonight than any other night. I think they're trying to say that she's referring more to Walter's different rather than his penis is different. Well, why would it's you say the... Walt's that you? She's more like, no, you've never been like this before. Yeah, as in like, uh, are you using and your penis? Is, is this... Again, going you... back to the acting, the way she says Walt's that you, she has that mode of like, oh, is that you? Like he's clearly, that's why I, I find it a little bit confusing. And kind mm. of, it, it kind of airs on that, you know, is that a, a roll of quarters? Or are you just happy yeah. to see me? Kind of that's the it's all you know, which doesn't that, make yeah. sense. And it, it again, it feels like look, just do it, and we'll. There's there. I don't think there, there is an explanation. I think it's one of those weird cards. Take what you will from it, mm. but I, I I feel like there's not a. No, it's just a breaking badism. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a it's a cool button to close the episode on that. Ties in neatly with everything, but just, but then it's kind of stupid and silly, and raises a few questions, which is fine. The show is going to be rife with it. It doesn't make it a bad show, and like one of the cool things about the show is its cool lines and the way it ties things in. It's all all very neat in that. But just because it's a really good show doesn't mean that it's immune from being a bit silly and up its own hole with stuff. And like trying, to, if if brain, like I think the crime breaking about most commits is being too clever, but in an obvious sort of way, because uh, I think. I suppose this is something else I thought about with the show and like how it kind of changed the cultural landscape. It's like it has this, it's like uh, Walt's speech where he sums up the whole shit series, and it's like you can pick up on that and you can see it and you're like media literate and you're reading it and it's like oh my god I, I read that I got it. Whereas that shows before that like I didn't have those elements, or you know sometimes in movies they don't spell stuff out as well. So like Breaking Bad spelled stuff out in a cool way, so you could feel so the audience would feel smart for getting it, mm. whereas they're quite obvious about what they're trying to say. And then, like, I think it helped people like, introduce loads of different concepts to the general, like, wider audience, like Chekhov's Gun and that sort of thing that people would, not everyone was aware of before Breaking Bad. Like, people who might have studied, done some media research, they would know about these things, but not everyone knew the phrase Chekhov's Gun until season five, until Breaking Bad. And then everyone did. And part of that is down to the internet. Because, again, it was, like, 2008, so everyone was getting online and talking. Like, before that... It was like message boards and forums and real like niche stuff to talk about a show. Whereas like everyone was talking about Breaking Bad. It was on the radio and everyone was online, on Facebook, on Reddit, talking about it in those spaces as well. Is there a thing where it, maybe maybe it's just because I came into it two or three seasons in. But I feel like there was a an explode or did it just start winning Emmys from season one? Mm, no, I feel like the three when it started. Yeah, it, it, it exploded. There yeah. was a, there was a point, kind of a season or two, in where it, I think maybe it was one of the first memes or some meme culture. It there was some online culture that started it that, was, that 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 propelled it. It was a perfect story. Way above yeah. what it what it originally was. It was the right time for it. And like, I was yeah. trying to think about like how did I find out about the show because this didn't air on RTE no, until no, 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 like no. 2012, 2013. That's not how we saw it. I didn't think it come I, to didn't it come to TG Car first. 
from the only good shit goes to TJ Carr. But maybe right. no, I think RT only showed the first season. Um and then with Radio Television, the Irish national broadcaster for all of our American listeners. Um <laughs> basically NPR with worse programming. Um but then yeah, I think I heard about it through four twenty channel. And that's what I knew was the show to watch. I was like intrigued by the Hal Cook's meth premise. Yeah. So like I learned about it through the internet. I think it disseminated that but like I say, like there was a nexus between meme culture and TV culture and like early internet stuff. Well, I say not early internet stuff, but like early modern internet stuff, we'll call it. Um, the Earth Internet 2.0 that helped the show explode and get bigger. And I think the show played into that. So like I said, there was the Breaking Bad Insider podcast from season two. So from season two on, the creators of the show were talking about making the show and disseminating to an audience. And I feel like they kind of played with people's expectation in that way and like, were paying attention to what people were saying online about stuff and would give them fan like there's loads of fan service in Breaking Bad, particularly in the later seasons. Right. Oh, yeah. Breaking Badisms, which is I think the Sopranos is an interesting counterpoint to that because Sopranos never did fan service. Um, David Chase hate hated doing things for his fans. He hated the fans of the show because he wanted to be a uh, screenwriter. He wanted to write movies, but he was doing a TV show. So he's like, oh, these only pigs watch TV. Um, so he had no respect for them. So even stuff like when. Someone suggested an ending for, for the Russian in the Pine Barns episode. Someone mm-hmm. suggested, oh, we could do this with Carrick. And David Chase was like, yeah, that'd be great. It's a cool idea. And then when the guy followed up with, and the fans will love it, David Chase said, nah, fuck that, then we're not doing it. <laughs> Whereas Vince Which Gilligan... Which one of the best episodes. Oh, stop, yeah. It's I, definitely the most memorable. Yeah, but I mean, that, that was a couple episodes after the Pine Barns. was going to wrap up what happened with him. Because, mm. uh, yeah, everyone's wondering what's happening. Whereas Vince Gilligan, I think, became a, is a fan of his own show, which is why he's still making it. Yeah. Um, which is fine, I guess. Enjoy what you do, but it, it ties into the... It lends itself to loads of Breaking Badisms and weird fan service and stuff like that. And that's the end of the episode. Walter puts his now weird penis into Skyler. Yeah. Funny little... Not spoiler, but uh, because it was on Netflix and I didn't get to remove it in time, it just followed on to the next episode. So it's... It, oh, yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah. No, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that very nice. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's a great, again, insight, just uh, yin and yang of the character of like, yeah, he's fucking badass. Yeah, it's cool. I was like, oh, wait, um, it's just Walter White. I just noticed that real cool note here. Um, did you know? I did, yeah. So did the man we met after those opening credits die in the RV? What? Did Walt... Did, did Walter White that we met in the open, after the opening credits the one who does the stepping and teaches chemistry and works in a sheet car wash did he die in the RV with uh, Emilio no no he didn't that's stupid it's very stupid <laughs> it's just, well like I think I think you metaphorically again, like not even as in the more and more because the only again going forward in the series you, you feel like it's a disintegration of this guy's character him mm. turning into a monster when really from day one you see we all have monsters inside of us, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe he could have been good, but very early on in the episode, mm. he breaks bad. Yeah, like I say, he's, I, he's just becoming more of the man he always was. That's what I say. I don't even know if that's fair. I think it's 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 any, it's a reflection of the fact that anybody could become that. Mm. Yeah. Do you know, we all have that monster inside of us. Um, and I think it's something that's been been, been, been been brewing with him for longer than the first episode, obviously. I don't know, man. Like, no, I get you. And like, if, yeah. Could you... I don't know, murder person. Yeah. Yeah. Save your life. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Um, no, no. I, I, I. De- depending on how my life goes. Yeah. I could definitely be twisted. I'd like. I. We all have. Actually, sorry. There's no, no way. That's a, yeah, that's a silly question. The difference, I think, would be: Would you feel bad about it? Or would like, you get so rock hard no. that your partner doesn't recognize your penis? But that's anymore? me now. But me, me now would feel bad about it. But me yeah. in thirty years after a mountain of shit, maybe I would get rock hard. You yeah. know. Yeah, I like, feel like um, I don't think we would feel bad about it. In no, I don't think years. we're constant in our personalities. I think we're mm. constantly evolving, and we're not. You know, I, we we can change. I'm definitely different from ten years ago than I am now. Um, well, yeah, we don't know. He's a fifty-year-old man. We don't know what he was like. We get an insight later on of what mm. he was like, but he you know, seems like a bit of a dork. Not even a dork, yeah. but like he's trying to chemically weigh out a human body to find the soul. That's a bit lame. And very yeah. emotional. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. that'll come up. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, 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 I do, I do th- like people are so mm. malleable that, um, yeah, I, I, no. it's, it's not, it's not apologetic for him. It's just I can see it happening. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know. Changing. I don't think people change that drastically. Uh, I like every one of the that become more of who you are, people than the drastic changeover thing. But. I don't know. Well, uh, check back with me in 30 years. We'll do a um, Untitled Breaking Bad podcast retroactive series. I think that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. We'll listen to the podcast series and then... Holy shit, that is what's going to happen next. It's going to be a recursive yeah. loop. It's it's now... So we're, yeah. we're at rewatch well, podcast. Well, in 20, 30 like, years time, yeah. that'll be, a, you know, exponentially speaking, that's where every single person on planet Earth will have a podcast. Yes. Yeah. And it's the, it's the recycling of culture. You know, like... We're, we're rewatching shows and talking about them, so that's and eventually we'll listen to podcasts we that are about watching shows. We should, we should film. We should film. No, we'll film the rewatch podcast. It'll be, oh shit! We do a dramatic series about a recording of the podcast. I think you should that's, just end this podcast now. Yeah. Because uh, whatever one or two listeners you have, you've definitely lost. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for sticking with us, guys. Uh, really appreciate your time and patience. And you know what? I hope you fucking enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed myself. Eddie, did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. yeah. I think you should come up with a closer. We don't have one now. No.